0: This is Nuwanes Now. I'm on 102.9 ESPN Radio, Missoula. Got a three part trivia question for you. And if anybody nails this, you're definitely getting one of the three big prizes today. The prizes we got right now atmosphere tickets Thursday night at the Wilma, John Party tickets Friday night at um, the Adams Center, and a $25 gift card to tag the area as part of Tag Tuesday, every single Tuesday here. Uh, On Nuwana's Now. By the way, you are listening to Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. All right, here's your three-part trivia question. Anybody that nails this, uh, you're absolutely going to get the prize of your choice. Whatever you want out of those three things I just said. Who sings that song that was just playing? Somebody's watching me. Who sings that song? Okay, there's one part of it. Who sings the hook? Not who the artist singing on the song is, but who sings the chorus? That's the second part of the trivia question. And third, who is the artist's dad? Three-part trivia question for you. Somebody watching me. One of the great, uh, scary, frightful, one-hit wonders of the 1980s. Who sings it? Who sings the hook? And who's the father of the headlining artist, not the person singing the hook? You get all three of those right, you pick your prize. This is like Owl's prize box. You can get whatever prize you want. Out of the fun prize box, who sings "Somebody's Watching Me"? Who sings the hook? Who's their father? God, I'm great at trivia. <laughs> Hope you're having a good Tuesday. Appreciate you for tuning in here. Uh, I uh, I don't know how this keeps happening, but one of my one of my friends in middle school used to always say this: "It's hotter than a mug in here." I don't know what that means. But it is. It's hotter than a mug in here. This studio is so hot. When it gets all hot, it makes me, it makes me, I think it actually makes me better on the radio because I'm so, I'm filled with so much consternation and discomfort that, you know, I just can't, can't stop with the the hot takes. (laughs) No, that's not true. We try to make this show as little hot takes as possible. But, man, there's a lot of things to have hot takes about lately, huh? How about the Big Sky Conference lately? We'll talk about that a little bit later on because we do have Riley Wilson, our Grizz Star of the Week, coming up. He was also the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Week this last week. So we'll talk to him uh, a little bit later on. We'll also talk some uh, Big Sky Conference cross-country in a little while. But first, let's talk some Grizz soccer. The Grizz soccer team. A banner year, quite literally, a historic year. One of the great seasons in the program's storied history. They're the one seed going into the Big Seattle Conference Tournament. They play Northern Arizona. Is that right, Northern Arizona on Thursday? Well, it's going to be the winner of Northern Arizona and Sac State who oh, play right. tomorrow. That, that, that's right. But NAU's the host and, I don't know, would you say NAU's the favorite over Sac State?
1: Yeah, I, I think that Northern Arizona and Idaho are the second the, and third best teams best in the league. Besides
0: Montana, right. But
1: NAU fell back
0: to the four seed, which is why they're in the first round game. I heard an interesting connection on the Idaho team. T.J. Olkers, who's a great receiver from Montana in the late 90s, early 2000s, from Helena. He lives in Boise now. His daughter plays for the University of Idaho soccer team, so I thought that was interesting. That's cool. He was at the uh, the... Uh, Montana State, I guess he was at both the games at the Kibby Dome uh, watching the Montana schools, but I don't know. thought that was, thought that was a good connect. Um, okay, so before we play this Christian Davidsky interview, you've explained this to me off-air. You actually explained it to me on-air a little bit, too, but when it comes to tournament play in soccer, why are these situations so tenuous? Why is it that, it seems to me that soccer is among if not the number one sport where the definitively best team doesn't always win, and that's particularly tenuous when it's a single-elimination tournament like this. Why is that?
1: Well, it's just because soccer in general, there's so much less scoring, so there are so many right. fewer opportunities for, even if you are the best team, to go ahead on the scoreboard, right? And there's it, it introduces a lot more randomness and a lot more variance in a game where there's only... You know, maybe there's only three scores in the entire game. Maybe there's only one as opposed to basketball, right? If you think about yeah. that there how many how many baskets are there in a basketball game? Seventy? Yeah, right. Sixty to seventy, yeah. So if you're if you're the better team and you're scoring sixty percent of the baskets, it when there are seventy chances to score a basket, that's gonna work out in your favor. If you're the better team, you're only scoring sixty percent of the goals, but there's only gonna be one goal in the game. Right. Suddenly, you, you got a 40% chance of not winning that game, even if you're, I mean, 60-40 is a very big gap. Oh, right, totally. Between two teams in terms of quality. Um, so, so that's a big part of it. Another part of it is that, you know, the underdogs in soccer can institute tactics that ups that randomness even more. Yeah. Every team that Montana plays in this conference tournament is going to primarily be focusing on stopping Montana from scoring first. They're going to try to stop Montana from scoring, and they're going to try to get lucky with a few of the chances that they have. They're going to sit back. They're going to try to counterattack. Maybe if it's still scoreless, they're going to open up in the last 10 or 20 minutes of the game. But the majority of their game plan will be on stopping Montana from scoring first, and that makes things difficult
0: as well. It goes from you throw the kitchen sink at Montana to not score at all, and then you try to get a goal and then... The, the formula to, to pull upsets in soccer in single elimination tournaments is just to win one nothing right? That's that's the goal? You win one nothing
1: or even you send it into penalties where suddenly right. it's, it's 50-50 or it's a lot closer to 50-50. I think the other things is, you know, Chris Chudovitsky will say it in this bit. Northern Arizona has a pretty good home crowd. Yeah. And also, it's November.
0: The field right. is not going to be in very good condition. Well, they don't play inside? No. Oh, wow, no. this is outside? Yeah. That's funny. So the football team and the basketball team play in the, the dome, and then the, the, soccer, dome, yeah. the soccer team plays outside.
1: Maybe maybe they will for the conference tournament. They didn't during the regular that's season. Funny. I wouldn't imagine they would.
0: Yeah, that's funny. I mean, I don't know. I guess you just don't really think of that because Flagstaff's fine until now, and then all of a sudden it's 7,200 feet. I mean, you could totally get a foot of snow in Flagstaff in November. That's absolutely right. There's the altitude. It's going to be cold. It's not a very
1: good field in Northern Arizona. Mm. I saw this when Montana went there in the regular season and had to come back. I mean, Montana only trailed in two conference games this season. One was the Eastern Washington game that they ended up drawing. One was against Northern Arizona, although they ended up winning that game.
0: Why do they draw for soccer? Why does NAU draw for soccer? I don't know. Because they don't draw for anything else. That's a shot. I'm sorry. Well, talking about drawing for soccer, it's... 500 fans maybe that's fine they don't I mean they get like 200 for basketball that's and true. their women's basketball team is is the I mean you could make the argument the best in the league and they and they get like the stadium
1: is empty it's crazy uh, uh that's true I, d- I don't know why they draw for yeah. women's soccer although they've generally been good or at least decent
0: yeah I mean the area makes sense you know I think there's probably a lot of soccer fans in Arizona so okay Regardless, I digress. Let's play it. This is from last week. A reminder, Andrew recorded this last week, but uh, still pertinent now as the Grizz soccer team heads to the Big Sky Conference Soccer Championship Tournament.
1: Chris Chitavisky getting a week off this week, more or less. Yeah, I Uh, can't believe it. (laughs) Montana Grizzlies soccer wrapping up the regular season on Sunday with a 1-0 win over Portland State. That gives them the first undefeated conference season by a Big Sky team since the Grizz in 2019. So it's been a couple years, but the Grizz finish uh, 7-0-1 in conference, 13-2-3 overall. Great regular season. Now the Grizz heading into the conference tournament in Flagstaff, Arizona. Chris Chitavisky joining us here as he does every week on Nuanez Now. Just to take a a look at the end of that regular season, this segment brought to you as always by Camby Tap House. No more Montana Grizzlies soccer home games at South Campus Stadium there right across from the South Higgins location of Camby Tap House. That doesn't mean you can't go down to Camby, get yourself a beer. They've got dozens of taps They've got cider, coffee, wine. Uh, you can also try their delicious food menu as well. Again, Canby Tap House on South Higgins, right across from South Campus Stadium. Chris, how are you feeling? A couple days off here. I guess not a full mm-hmm. week off for you, but I know you guys took a couple days off from training after that game on Sunday against Portland State. Just how are you feeling?
2: Good, I guess. Kind of bored, to be honest. Um, already moved into next week uh, when it comes to the... You know, how are we going to prep for it? What do we have to do? Uh, we had the same exact break between non-conference play and conference play, so we just follow the same schedule. Um, and I, I just can't wait to get back on the field. This is just too much time off for me already.
1: Any perspective on what you guys have accomplished this season? You mentioned last week that even though you were really likely to clinch the conference title this last weekend, you wanted to go and get that undefeated conference regular season. You guys, I think, got a little bump up in the RPI this week into the top 90. I think you guys are 87th in the country in the RPI rankings. I think the best winning percentage in Montana Grizzlies soccer history. You reflected on on accomplishing any of that yet?
2: No, it just hasn't hit me at all. Everybody keeps bringing it up, and so it's slowly sinking in. But, again, my, my brain's already in playoff mode and hopefully NCAA tournament mode, but we got to get through Flagstaff first, which is it's a really tough place to play. And I think that's why I'm obsessing over it so much, because... It isn't an easy place to go get results because of the altitude, and the elevation, and everything that we got to deal with there. So, our prep has to be perfect. Uh, and with the crazy weather coming into Missoula this week, also trying to figure out how we prep for that too. Um, are we going to go to Washington, Grizz to train on the turf? What times that that going to be, and how do we? get the same physiological demands with fitness this week that we would in a game week. So uh, we're trying to be pretty creative and have a bunch of plan A, plan B, plan C just in case the weather gets bad. Walk me through,
1: just, you mentioned a couple of things that make Flagstaff so difficult to play in. I remember, I think you guys have been behind in all of two conference games this season. One was the first one against Eastern Washington. The other one was in Flagstaff, where you guys trailed mm-hmm. for, for seven or eight minutes before Skyley Thompson got the equalizer. And you went on to win that one two to one. But that was a really difficult game for you guys down there in Flagstaff the first time. What makes it What makes it so tough?
2: Well, first and foremost, elevation, that does it. But then secondly, the atmosphere is tremendous. When they're playing at home, uh, and they can pack that place out. It's a very, uh, I would say, intimidating place to play. Uh, plus, they got the band going and everything else, and it's under the lights at night, and they have just the right amount of energy there. So it's, uh, that makes it difficult, too. But then what really makes it tough, to be honest, is quality of surface. It's a, it's a wavy field plus a bumpy field. So if you want to possess the ball there, it makes it a lot harder because now you're taking loose touches, giving the ball away in spots that you normally don't, which fits right into the way that they press and try to regain possession and immediately attack again. So uh, it suits them perfectly. And makes it hard for everybody else to go play there. And if you look at their record, they've been very good at home. And then on the road, it's been somewhat of a different story. So um, it's lined up nicely for NAU. And we've just got to be ready to go out there and perform well.
1: Montana looking likely that they'll have to play the host Northern Arizona in their first game at the conference tournament next week. Grizz, of course, get a bye as the number one seed, so they're not playing until next Friday, but they'll play the winner of that Northern Arizona-Sacramento State match that happens on Wednesday, probably betting on the Lumberjacks to come out of that one, especially at home, so the Grizz might have to play NAU at home in their first game of that conference tournament. Chris, a quick look back at, at this last weekend and a weekend that came with a ton of narrative off the field in addition to just having to play two games, right? You have a chance mm-hmm. to clinch the regular season conference title against Sacramento State on Thursday, so you have that swirling around. And then even after you beat the Hornets 2 to nothing, you're coming back on Sunday with a, a big senior class being celebrated for senior day. You know you want to get that undefeated conference record. So just a lot of off-the-field things happening this weekend as well, but you're able to get two wins how do you feel your team handled all that
2: oh we performed extremely well uh, and there was a lot going on behind the scenes i mean I, I was being told on monday that hey we're gonna have the trophy ready there for thursday's game against sack don't tell me that i don't need to know that going into the game there's already enough happening and so um, yeah there was there was a ton of pressure on the team to execute and get the results that they needed uh, thursday performed really well that was a nice release of pressure but then you've the back of your mind immediately you're like all right i enjoy the celebration i want the celebration but i want to honor the seniors by winning and we want the undefeated season so can we pull that off and still perform well on sunday um while rotating the squad a little bit too and so i think we to be honest when you look back at it didn't get scored on once scored multiple goals won both games uh, clinched a regular season title at home in front of our fans it was it was almost a perfect week
1: yeah, you let it go a little bit later, or at least into the second half. It was scoreless at halftime on Sunday against Portland State. Eventually, you get the goal through um, Skylight Thompson's cross and Delaney Lou Shores' finish. Must have just been a, a big release of pressure, right? A big yeah. relief to get that one.
2: Yeah, and just a pretty serious conversation at halftime of this. this we, we can't be that good with the ball, but then when we get to the final third, just be almost so lackadaisical in the finishing. And so it was like, I need some... Like, let's treat this second half like a playoff game, because they now know they're 45 minutes away from clinching a second-place spot and a bye in the first round. So they're going to throw everything at you. I guarantee you, if you take the lead, they're going to change formations. Things are going to become playoff-like. So we have to be... One, first and foremost, hungry enough to score a goal and put this game away and then be ready to hang on in case they start throwing things at us, which I think they did. And so prepped us well. And if you flashback on the goal, if you look at the photos of it, Delaney's having to get around somebody who's fully bodying her off to put that ball in the back of the net. So that was a playoff type goal in a playoff type moment. And that's exactly what preps us for these next games that we got coming up.
1: Wasn't a very pretty goal, but Delaney Lushore is able to get her foot to it at the back post and, and and poke it in and then yeah, I mean you guys did have to survive a little bit. Yeah, Great exactly. save by Ashlyn Dvorak in the, the last seven or eight minutes of that game on yes. a header. Just came across from your guys' Twitter account, Ashlyn Dvorak, big sky defensive player of the week yet again. There we uh, go. I was sort of surprised that's only number four for her on the yeah, season. Me too. <laughs> but the red shirt freshman goalkeeper, of course Keeps two more shutouts over the weekend. She and the rest of that back line. And you'll hear from two members of that back line on soccer and snow and smoke this week because center back Charlie Boone and defensive midfielder Matty a visited with me right before Chris came in. So we'll have about 20 minutes with those two on soccer and snow and smoke this week. Uh, really good 20 minutes with those two. Both really well-spoken, very insightful players. Um, so look forward to that. That'll be out on all your favorite podcast platforms later in the week. But eleven shutouts in eighteen games, right? For this, for 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 Ashlyn, right? And a lot of that credit falls to Ashlyn Novorak. A lot of it falls to the rest of the back line, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, correct, and Jay and his work within that functional unit um, has been tremendous this year, plus the midfielders defending as well as they do, and the forwards too. Delaney runs her butt off to to make sure that she's pressing correctly and forcing the ball into key spots so that we can trigger our own press, but I think it's that is, in itself, just a crazy stat. 11 shutouts in 18 games, that's that's crazy.
1: Not to promote soccer and snow and smoke exclusively here, this is Montana Grizzlies head soccer coach, Chris Chidovitsky, joining us for Nuwanez Now's weekly segment brought to you by Camby Taphouse and Coffee, but... Did have an episode out earlier this year with Jay Land. I'm talking a lot about how he, he coaches that, that back line, how he's coached Ashton Dvorak, the goalkeeper this year. A little bit of inside baseball in that podcast episode um, because Jay and I went for, for nearly an hour about his process this year, the defense this year. So if you're interested in learning more about that, check out that episode of Soccer mm-hmm. and Snow and Smoke. Chris, for for the player spotlight this week, I wanted to ask you about one member of that back line. Reeve Borseth has been surprisingly under the radar this year for a redshirt freshman center back who's been playing a ton of minutes next to Charlie Boone. But that just sort of speaks to how good she's been, right? She has never been out of place, it doesn't seem like. She's never really been noticeable on the field. And she's been part of a, a center back pairing that's given up eight goals in you know 2,500 minutes.
2: Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Reva is, if you meet her off the field, you'd be like, who is this kid? You know, kind of quiet, very well-spoken, almost shy at times, uh, somewhat of a goofball at the same time, but just such a fun person to be around. And then you see her on the field, and she's just insane, right? And it's, I remember flashing back to practices, lives fall partially, but mostly in the winter and the spring. It was at the end of the winter, probably early February, late January that I pulled her aside and I said, you're the best defender that we have on the team right now. Which is crazy considering she hardly played at all last fall. And... It always came down to every time somebody shot the ball, Reeve would block it. She just has the ability to defend 1v1 better than almost every single person on this team right now. And so with Charlie's voice and organization and her ability, and then you add on Reeve trying to learn these things while she's also a very good defender, I think we've got the perfect pairing for the next year at least, right, until Charlie graduates.
1: You mentioned Charlie Boone certainly, definitely confirmed coming back next oh, yeah. year using her extra she's year of eligibility. Back. I think that's going to be awesome. It's been great to watch. And again, you sort of have to force yourself to pay attention to those two because they do their job so so quietly and effectively. Yeah. And good distributors
2: with the ball, too. The whole attack starts with the both of them.
1: Reeve Borseth is, first of all, incredibly physically talented. She's she's big, she's tall, she's fast she's very very good with the ball at her feet whether that's breaking lines with the pass or 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 dribbling it's been it's been really great to watch her this year so if you're if you're watching the grizz in the conference tournament next week pay attention to those two. They're not going to have the ball at their feet a ton because they're so good at getting rid of it and getting it upfield. They're not going to make a ton of, of really dramatic tackles, right? Because they're they're very in sync. They know where they need to be. If you can, pay attention to those two. It's, it's been great to watch them along with Ashlyn Dvorak in, in the back this year again. 11 shutouts in 18 games so far for the Montana Grizzlies soccer team. Chris, last thing for you, just keys to the conference tournament next week. What, what do you need to do to, to win, I mean, you've got two games if you win the first one because you get a buy into the semifinals. Just what are the keys to victory for the Montana
2: Grizzlies? next uh, Got to defend extremely well. First and foremost, have to be very organized. Um, and then uh, you have to know how to take chances. At the end of the day, playoffs, it might be an even game, right? They might have all the energy and the enthusiasm in the world. Or maybe they won in the quarterfinal. Now they're bringing that energy into a semifinal that we haven't felt since we played in our final game. So. With playoffs, you have to understand that you don't fully have control of anything. There's almost less control of a playoff game than there is a regular season game, and it becomes moments. So defend exceptionally well, and big saves, big tackles, great distribution at the right time, and then finishes at the right time. And we've historically seen that over and over again. I could flash this back to the year that we won it in 21. Sacramento were better than us, I felt like, in the semi. But... Taylor Stogo clears it off the line, and then she heads it through uh, minutes later to, to Charlie Boone, who's cheated and stayed up after a corner, and she scores the game winner. But I would say that lent more towards Sacramento, but we found a way to win. So find a way to win is the big message going into it. Be mentally checked in on things, which we do very well, and then take care of business.
1: Big thanks to Chris Chitavitsky, head coach of the Montana Grizzlies soccer team, for joining us all season long on Nuanes. Now, they've got to buy. Their first game is going to be on Friday against either Northern Arizona, the host team, or Sacramento State, depending who wins that quarterfinal or a first-round game on Wednesday. Thank you for your time all season long. Good catching up with you again. Again, a historic season so far for the Montana Grizzlies soccer team and they have two games in the Big Sky Conference Tournament to sort of stamp that and confirm that great record of accomplishment that they've shown so far this season. Chris, thanks, man. Always enjoy it. Uh, have a great week. Enjoy enjoy the time off. I also enjoy getting back into it later in the week.
2: Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it, and if the uh, vision goes as planned and we go all the way to the NCAA Tournament Final, we'll be doing these until the first week of December. It'll be great. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Is that is that in the
0: even in the realm of of possibilities? Like we talk about this with the the big sky champion in in like men's or women's basketball, like in the NCAA tournament, a single elimination tournament, you could totally like it is a very 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 small chance, but it's not impossible. Like last year, if Kalaja Dinas would have hit like nine threes and Sac State won a game in the NCAA tournament, that's not impossible. What would it take? Like, the, the girls are not going to go on a run all the way to the NCAA final in, in women's soccer. But, like, what, what would it take for them to win a match in the tournament? I mean, it's it's in, in the cards, right? Yeah, they've done it before. They did, they did it in, it before, in right?
1: 2000, I think. In just, one of, just once? Just one time. They beat Washington yeah. State in 2000 in, I think, Betsy Dirksen's final year as head coach. Okay. The the problem for the Grizz is the Grizz immediately as soon as they get into the NCAA tournament, they have to switch to like how I was just talking about playing. Because they're the underdog, right? They, they have to immediately switch their entire mentality to our first priority here is not letting the other team score. They haven't played like that all season because they like to play open, expansive soccer, and they have more talent than anybody else in the Big Sky Conference. Now they have they're getting closer, Coulter. They're getting closer and closer on the talent front. Yeah.
0: They're not going to have as much talent on the field as whoever they play in the first round. It's fascinating that the dynamic you just described is exactly the same obstacle that the Big Sky men's basketball for basketball teams right. have gone through forever. Like, Montana State's just the biggest, baddest team on the block with the two best bigs in the league, and they just out-rebound you and out-physical you, and they protect the rim better than anybody. And then they get to the Subway tournament and Jabril Bello and Great Osabar are smaller than Texas Tech, small forward, and it's just this gigantic jump and it's just really there's a mentality part of that too, right? That's the biggest thing. You for soccer. are the you are the team with a target on your back the entire year, and then you have to flip to an underdog mentality.
1: Yep, that's exactly right. And it's tactical in soccer too. That's sort of what I'm yeah. trying to explain here. Yeah, yeah, You have to go from we're going to push everybody forward. We're yes, going to take right, risks right. because we know that nobody can get past Charlie Boone and Reeve Borseth, our two center backs. Right. So everybody else can push forward. You know, there's some uh, there's some mitigation to that. That's not. I'm I'm simplifying things here now you have to go to well everybody has to be cautious everybody has to make sure that they're in the right position when we lose the ball because if we lose the ball and somebody's not in the right position we're going to get scored on so you have to switch that in a week Uh, having said that they're not going to go on a run all the way to the NCAA tournament championship game Right. I would not be shocked if they won a game this season In the NCAA tournament. That'd be cool. Assuming they make it through the big sky. A lot depends on the matchup. A lot depends on the travel. Um, but but Chris Chidovitsky has been adamant that they this is what they're shooting for, right? Winning the big sky tournament's not enough. They want to win a game in the NCAA tournament. I think they'll probably get a little bit better matchup than they have in the last couple of years just because their RPI is higher this year, because their great non conference schedule. I would be I'm not expecting it to
0: happen. I wouldn't be shocked. Can't believe how many of you guys got the trivia question, right? It's Noah's Now ESPN Radio. A lot of you nailed it. I can tell the people, right? Cuz we 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 for sure have a, a winner. Uh of, of well, I guess we have several candidates I'm, for I'm winning. I'm sorting through who gets what no, okay. now, but okay. yes. So the answer to the trivia question, who sings somebody watching me, uh and who is on the hook and who's the the dad? The song is sang by Rockwell. Rockwell is the son of Barry Gordy. Barry Gordy of course the founder and icon that created Motown Records and subsequently made Michael Jackson famous. And Michael Jackson's the one singing on the hook. That's why it was a funny and sort of controversial song back in the day. It's a fun song. It's a cool song. But, you know, I mean, pretty easy way to have a one-hit wonder back in the mid-1980s. You sing a song about everything and you get Michael Jackson to sing the hook. <laughs> it's it's going to be a hit. So that was a pretty good formula. But good job by you guys. Yeah, that was a great... uh Response to that trivia question. So uh, we'll keep doling out the prizes, but keep the texts coming in. We want to know what you're wearing for Halloween. Send us your costumes. Send them. Send us uh, your favorite Halloween candies. Any and all Halloween texts are welcome. And we'll keep doling out these prizes 406 888 1029. That's 888 1029. Blackfoot Communications is introducing Smart Biz, the ultimate Wi Fi solution for Montana and Missoula small businesses, courtesy of Blackfoot Communications. With out-of-the-box dedicated networks, top-tier security, and network failover, you stay seamlessly connected. Just $20 a month, no contracts. Sign up at blackfootsmallbusiness.com backslash better Wi-Fi and connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Scenarios, scenarios, scenarios. We shall discuss from a Big Sky Conference football perspective. Plus, we'll hear from Riley Wilson, the Grizz Star of the Week. All that next. Keep it right here. No one is now. ESPN Radio. Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do?
3: We don't cut diamonds, (laughs) okay? Yeah, but we can facilitate that. It's unique that we cast our own metal, we grow our own models, we hand carve, as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits. Of what we had previously thought was impossible.
0: Jewelry Design Center. Your jeweler for life. 123 one. It one. one is now on ESPN Radio. One of the many reasons that my parents are super cool. Is that when I was growing up. my They had a ridiculous collection of, of vinyls. And. They, they let me go through them. And they taught me how to use the record player. And then they just let me jam out. And unsurprisingly, one of the ones that got the most play. Because how could it not? I mean, it's it's an iconic album among iconic albums. Michael Jackson's Thriller. I know you probably heard that song a million times today. Of course, the music video is iconic. And Vincent Price, the famed horror voice laughing in the background. And all the stuff that goes into it. But, man, a moment in time to be sure. Music is always going to be such a huge part of our lives and our culture and all that, but there's been some some times in American history where just the, the some, some of the the shooting stars, whether it's the Beatles or Elvis or, of course, in the '80s, Michael Jackson. I don't know if we'll ever see like that level of fame again. Taylor Swift's flirting with it right now. She is for sure, but you got to think like when Thriller dropped. I mean, that album sold 100 million copies in two years. Like That's, like, impossible to comprehend. <laughs> it's nuts. You know, now you can stream a billion times or whatever, and some little girl might be sitting in her room listening to Cruel Summer on repeat, and she might add, you know, 500 streams a week to Taylor Swift's numbers and all of that. But, man... Uh, amazing to really think about just like the level of fame that Michael Jackson had for uh, not just a brief moment in time for a really long time. I mean, I know the guy became much maligned, and there's a lot that that became controversial, and, and in some cases, just straight up deplorable about the way uh, he navigated his personal life. But also, I just feel like in in certain ways, we are all complicit to that. Like you can't just be. Uh, I don't really know how you endure being the most famous person in the world for that amount of time, especially when you also just didn't have any childhood, and so you have no ability to sort of adjust and cope. I mean, Michael Jackson was famous since he was five years old. This, think of the five-year-olds you know. You probably, a lot of people probably have a five-year-old. Imagine that little person knocking the socks off of the entire world on Jimmy Fallon. You know, like it's it's beyond comprehension that the, this this kid then became this shooting star and I don't know, we could do a whole we could do we could do hours on Michael Jackson cuz he's just he's captivating and I know that there's a lot of people that have drifted away from it or whatever, but the moment in time and the album itself Thriller is it's there's a reason it sold hundred million copies. It is the best pop record ever made, and I will not take any other arguments. You can throw the Beatles in there. You can say whatever you want. There is no album that rivals Thriller from a pop and R and B music perspective. Case closed. Thanks for listening. <laughs> it's no now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Our Grizz Star of the Week is coming up. Our Grizz Star of the Week is presented by Ryan and Miller Law. Ryan and Miller. Uh, Paul Ryan and and, uh, Angie Miller, they have a fierce love for this Missoula community. They do all sorts of great things. They sponsor all sorts of youth activities and sports teams. They also give away hundreds of backpacks to in-need children uh, each school year. And they also give away dozens and dozens of car seats for uh, moms and families that might be in need. It's, It's that kind of stuff that's just so awesome that really sets them apart. And I love that they just love giving back. Uh, to Missoula. Ryan and Miller also has 30 years of legal experience and they approach every case like it's going to trial from day one. This ensures their top-notch attorneys are always prepared and ready to press forward on their cases to get their clients the justice they deserve. All legal advice is free and they always have a real person to take your call because they have a 24-7 answering service. Call anytime. 406-542-2233 today. That's 542-2233. Ryan and Miller. Your Montana Attorneys. Keep the Halloween texts coming in. 406-888-1029. We're still navigating our way through. Uh, we got our Tag Larry winner, but I didn't even give Tag the love. Uh, tag Leary Deli, uh, they have two locations now here in Missoula. One uh, at the corner of Beckwith and Higgins. The other uh, on Wyoming Street in the bottom floor of the Cognizant Building. It's the sandwiches that keep you coming back for more. But be sure to check out their selection of Italian goods as well. Pastas, pasta sauces, olive oils, and uh, everything in between. Every Tuesday, we give you an opportunity to win 25 bucks from Tagliari Deli. And we already did. Good job with the trivia question uh, to win uh, that. So uh, congratulations to our winner. And thanks to Tag for their continued support. We'll take one more break so we can have as much time as we need with Bradley Wilson. So we'll talk all things Grizz football on the other side. Keep it right here. want is now at ESPN Radio. Visit jshulteilaw.com. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Did you know that Ray Parker Jr. is also a phenomenal saxophone player? Now you do. (laughs) Little Ghostbusters here on this Halloween. Uh, I'm dressed up like George Clooney, if you can't tell. Nailed it, if I do say so myself. (laughs) So funny. Uh, Aubrey, our our wonderful and very bright uh, program director over at uh, the U1045 and Jack FM. She uh, loves, well, she loves all holidays, but she definitely loves Halloween. And she came in with a phenomenal costume today. And she walked into our promotions meeting, and she looked around, and none of us are dressed up. And she's like, well, geez, guys, you guys are no fun. (laughs) Safford made sure to scare us all, including me, with his weird uh, Friday the 13th Grizz Hockey murder mask or whatever the heck that was. But uh, I don't know. Most of the time, it's not that I'm adverse to dressing up on Halloween. It's just that I forget that it is Halloween until it's Halloween. So I don't know. Here we are (laughs) being middle-aged. (laughs) On <laughs> Now, ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Podcast Television, and the uh, ESPN MT app. Appreciate you for tuning in. If you missed anything in the show, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Go to, Blackfoot, uh, go, go to goblackfoot.com, excuse me, and uh, go to their small business section and check out this new Smart Biz. It's an out-of-the-box dedicated network top-tier security and network failover to help you stay seamlessly connected. BlackfootSmallBusiness.com Small backslash better Wi-Fi. Also, uh, the um well, is that podcast, probably presented by the M Store where they're all grizz all the time. And the MSU Bookstore, visit MSU Bookstore. Dot org. Sounds like we got our Grizz Star of the Week. He also happens to be the Big Sky Conference Player of the Week on the defensive side of the ball. It's Riley Wilson, a sophomore linebacker for the University of Montana, where he's number 42 out there uh, for the Grizzlies. Uh, Riley, I got to tell you, first of all, first of all, thanks for joining us. Um, 42, it's an inside joke in my family, but it's always been, it was my dad's favorite number, uh, it was my high school basketball number, and it was also the number my brother wore for the Grizz a long time ago, so uh, I've always had an affinity, always looking out there for who's number 42, so uh, happy to have a number 42 on the show. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, just first and foremost,
3: just thank you so much for having me, and uh, yeah, you know, kind of when I jumped in the portal and came here, you know, Coach Hawk was like, hey, we want you to wear number 42, and I was like, hey. Let's roll with it. So he sounds like the he was telling me there's a bunch of legends who's played in this number, you know. So I was just a great opportunity to wear it, and I'm loving it. I'm sticking with it, and uh,
0: hopefully I can wear it for the rest of my career here. Oh, I love it, man. Well, I uh, I don't know if you remember, but I ran into downtown the summer before the season starts, so we got to oh yeah we got I absolutely to absolutely do yeah. yeah we got to talk about football a little bit, and that that was awesome. But yep. I remember talking with you and just saying, man, you're gonna fit in great here because you're from Texas. They love football in Texas. We love football in Montana. It's as simple as that. So, I mean, how's your experience been so far? I haven't seen you in a while, so how's it been going? I'm loving it, yeah. And uh, pretty much whenever me and you last touch base, you know, just talking
3: about the similarities for Montana and just versus Texas. The mindset football is, it's just so similar, you know. Texas, you know, football is like a religion and same exact thing here in Montana, so I'm loving it. You know, I just got to give glory to God in this you know, I'm just very blessed just to be here and just in front of this stadium and this school,
0: man. It's just it's truly a blessing. Well, a lot of people would say going to Hawaii and then leaving Hawaii and coming to the cold winter in Montana makes you crazy, but I know you're really enjo- enjoying <laughs> yourself. So, uh, I mean, you mentioned just when Coach Hawk was first recruiting you, but, I mean, you fit in great, and since you've been back healthy, you've been contributing at a big level as well. So, uh, just on the field, Thank how's you. it been going? What's, uh, what's it been like just playing for this Grizz defense?
3: You know, uh, I really do like this defense. You know, I feel like, just like you said, you know, it's a great defense that really fits my needs and the type of playmaker I am. So I love it, just the attack mentality, and I just like, ultimately, how it puts me in positions to make plays. So I'm loving it, and, you know, whenever you enter your name in the portal, you kind of, you know, know what uh, situation you're going to get yourself into, but I'll tell you what, God's put me in a special place, and uh, I'm loving this defense, and... Hopefully it's going to show because I feel like we're making some plays and
0: uh, we're really starting to build on identity here. Chris, Star of the week, presented by Ryan and Miller Law. Ryan and Miller Law, your Montana attorneys. Riley Wilson is our guest right now. He's also the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Week. Three sacks, four tackles for loss last week uh, against Northern Colorado. I mean, you mentioned just the, the teamwork that it takes, and I think that that's one thing that's brilliant to watch about your guys' defense is just how ec- every mechanism has has a... Cog in making a play. So, just break down like the pass rush, for example, like what all goes into that that helps you get free off the edge for a sack.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Halka really emphasizes, you know, just especially on the defensive aspects of things, and just schematic wise, you know, everyone doing their one eleven. You know, especially whenever it comes into play for pass rush. You know, I made the play, but you know, it all starts up front. You know, the D line filling those gaps taking up blockers just so, you know, I can come free or another guy to come free. And then it also helps with act in the secondary, you know, whenever those guys are attaching to their man and hitting in their drops. A lot of those come from coverage sacks as well. So it really just goes down to everyone doing their job and just uh, at the end of it, someone's going to make the play. So last week it happened to be me a couple of times, but, you know, it it all comes down to everyone doing their jobs and uh, that's really just it.
0: Well, it seems like that you guys are gaining momentum as a defensive unit as well. I mean, what goes into that? And, uh, I mean, do you agree? I mean, you kind of feel it when you watch you guys.
3: Oh, yeah, no doubt. You know, I feel like the defense is at a spot right now where we have really uh, made a statement of what this program is about. And most importantly, you know, we're making plays, we're getting the ball back, and that's what builds a lot of momentum. So I think that's what we really just build off of each weekend. Each week is just getting plays making the most out of it, and especially whenever, you know, our offense is doing the best and they need us to support them.
0: You know, they have they have our back and we always got theirs. Riley Wilson here on Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. I want to ask you about a couple of your senior teammates because, uh, first of all, they have great stories uh, just for their, uh, oh, yeah. uh, just the, the way that they've sort of overcame a lot of different things and, and gotten to this point. But I also know Braxton Hill and Levi, Janet Carroll, they love Grizz football about as much as anybody, and, and they are absolutely certainly worthy uh, captains for uh, this Grizz football team. So, uh, I mean, just tell me about those guys. I'm sure that they've showed you a lot when it comes to the defense, but also just the ropes in the state of no Montana doubt. in general. No doubt. You
3: know, first coming here from Hawaii, you know, the transition, it was definitely a 360, especially <laughs> the weather-wise and stuff. You know, uh, I didn't really know who I'd who I'd live with who I'd fit in there, who'd be my guys and stuff. And, you know, when I got here, Coach Hulk and uh, a couple of other coaches were like, hey, this, this house has some spots open, you know. And uh, believe it or not, it was uh, Levi Janicaro, Braxton Hill, and uh, Tyler Slink, and Alex Gubner, and uh, Hank Noose. So I got thrown into that uh, house, and it's just been awesome. Those guys just uh, mean the world to me, Braxton, and just Levi. The, the, the mentality, the way they introduced me to this program, just got to work hard play hard, and just ultimately have that attack mentality. So it's been great. So fortunate for everything they taught me schematically-wise. You know, this defense is unique. They've both been here a long time. They've played here. They've shown me the ropes, and uh, they really just guided me. So it's been a blessing to have them here, you know, and they're having a hell of a year, both of
0: them. So I'm really proud of them. Well, I got to ask you. I mean, you got you got Gub. You got... Yep. Hank news you got those two and you got I mean what are the grocery bills like at this house? I mean this you guys oh, are putting yeah. Albertsons out of business. Yeah, no doubt. Uh we got to go in bulk, so we got to hit Costco.
3: <laughs> so you know, we make the Costco trips and then you know, it's a it's chaos every night. There it's chaos. Someone's fighting for the air fryer, someone's fighting for the microwave, but it's it's a great time, you know. It uh it's truly such a blessing just to have that type of community and bond with these guys, it's just, we're, we're best friends, you know, we're like brothers, and it's been amazing just to come here and, you know, just to fit in so well and have these guys just open me with just arms, just open arms, and just, it's been great. But yes, the grocery bills are high, but, you know, it, it, we have a lot of fun.
0: Well, it's awesome. Man. Riley Wilson, our good start of the week here on New Orleans Now ESPN Radio. It's presented by Ryan and Miller Law. You're Montana turns. we only got about a minute left, so I'll just ask you one more question then. I know it's only Tuesday, so you guys are just getting into it, getting in the game plan and all that. But uh, another opportunity at home, a night game under the lights, and you got a top-ten team coming to town. So what do you think of this matchup Saturday night against Sac State? You know, this is a huge game for us in this
3: program, you know, coming down to November. You know, this program builds off of the ones in November everyone remembers. So, you know, right now we're just taking it week by week and just – Ultimately, they're just rising to this occasion, you know they're like you said, they're a ranked opponent. They're a good team, so we're just getting in the book schematically and just aligning to what they have shown, and just doing our part. Just to, so when they get here, we can show them what Grizz football is about. And the, hopefully, it's a little cold, so uh, the Cali guys will be a little unready.
0: Hopefully, it's very cold. We're always rooting for <laughs> exactly big time cold. Riley Wilson here on New Orleans Dives, the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Week and our Grizz Star of the Week. Thanks for being here, Riley, and good luck with the rest of the year, but uh, best so of luck much. on Saturday. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for you guys having me. Have a good one. Enthusiastic, I think, is what you call a young man like that. I knew he was going to fit right in, man. You can tell. Like, there's sometimes where, you know, it's going to take a little learning curve or whatever. Sometimes, though, you can just tell. I mean, there's a couple guys on this Grizz football team that, that I've known for a long time just because I covered them in high school and, you know, I mean, when you're in college for 14 years, you get to know guys pretty good. But all jokes aside, you know, I mean, I've always followed Levi Janet Carroll heavily because he's from my alma mater, Big Sky High School. i know Braxton Hill since he was a kid. And uh, I remember running into those guys, and I said, hey, you got to meet this new transfer guy. This guy, we're really excited about him, and, and uh, he's just a really good dude. I met, I met Riley Wilson, and, man, he was just so engaged, and he loved it, and he could just tell – he loved football, he loved Missoula, and he was going to fit right in. And now that he's back healthy, he is definitely one of the big time playmakers for this Grizz football team. That's our Grizz Star of the Week, presented by Ryan and Miller. We'll be back at it tomorrow. We got Sam Herter. We got Malia Kip. We got Nolan Askelson, and we got a whole bunch of Big Sky Conference football talk. We'll see you then. This has been Nuan is now, ESPN Radio. Happy Halloween. Colter Nuan is from